Yo, 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 what's going on, people? <clears throat> Finally in person for the podcast. We're going to go get see some wrestling tonight. Wrestling? Got the strap on this belt. This is Brian's, but I'm going to leave with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking them both. Dog, this thing's cold, man. So this is a commemorative edition. You haven't seen the other ones. I have downstairs. You check them out before I leave. But So they're, they're the cheapest ones you can buy. So like the little diamonds on one of yeah. these belts fell off already somewhere in one of the circles. I'll beat their ass. But the other ones are crazy. The ones downstairs. So these are just gonna be the ones I take to events and the other yeah. ones I'll just leave on display. So Road to WrestleMania is in full effect. We are going to a house show tonight at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Super excited. This stuff doesn't do storylines, but they usually do some really cool stuff, interact with the crowd. Um, so we should be in for a treat tonight. This is my first time going to a wrestling event. I've been a fan since I was a little kid, but I fell off a little bit for, well, not a little bit, for a long time. But I would always watch it here and there, like keep an eye on stuff. But now, now my son's getting into wrestling, so <laughs> I'm getting back into it. And I want to, I plan to take him for his birthday, but his mom's like, oh, so I'm just going to go. I was like, well, I'm going still anyway. So <laughs> in my first event, I'm super excited to go. Can't wait. Yeah, it'll be fun. Some uh, my buddy Sate's meeting us there with his kid and his nephew. So I'm taking a belt to let the little dude hang on to him, feel like the universal champ for the night. Um, so that'll be cool. Today's action packed week this week in sports. You guys know by now I'm super into sports. The WBC is wrapping up. Puerto Rico got eliminated by Mexico of all teams last mm -hmm. night. Um, but they played a hell of a good game. We actually got lucky. If we don't score four runs in the first in the first um, inning, we probably get blown out in that game. That's crazy, man. You would think Puerto Ricans are way better than Mexico. I mean, we're favored for sure. Oh, the, for sure, yeah. So the, the tournament's only happened three times, and until this year, we've gone to the finals every time in the tournament. Yeah, Puerto Ricans are the best baseball players. I don't so know how they still beat them. It was they, definitely an upset, but they played a hell of a game. Really, it was a good game. Super fun to watch, but we took the L. Then today... Um, I bought my wife a Puerto Rico jersey. The new ones are pretty cool. And it came it came in today. And she was like, of course, it comes in today after we take the L. So that was interesting. Yeah, the UFC fights are on right now. Yeah, they're on right now. They're in England. So Yo, these girls are banging. They, each one of them will beat mine. So I couldn't <laughs> take a punch like that. They've been eating some stiff shots. Overseas, um, Usman fights this afternoon. They're probably Main event will probably be on while we're out wrestling. So we're going to miss it. But... Um, stack pay-per-view seems pretty cool and then the NCAA tournament y'all out here upset galore two 15 seeds won a 16 seed one it's been absolutely insane did you see Kyrie Irving going off bro Kyrie Irving was going I saw off. he uh, actually passed the ball a last second shot against the Lakers and the random dude drilled it but dude from <laughs> in the beginning though I, that's what I mean the little off the his little comments and the stuff. Yeah, that's, not, like, that's separate. It, it's trash. But on <laughs> on the court, I don't know if there's a better one on one basketball player. I mean Kevin Durant because of his size. Yeah, whatever. I mean, his, his but just I mean, ability to shoot the ball. Yeah, but just like his size and his ability, like he can take it to the rack, shoot the three mid range. Like his uh, handles are insane. Best, he has the best handles. That's insane. that's not even questionable. But I mean the big shots, man. He can shoot people's face, defenders all over him. He can take it to the hole. That kid's really good, man. Him and him and Luca could. People say it ain't gonna work, but I, I think it can, because they're, you know, they're both not big-headed people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like yeah. Kid, Kyrie knows how to defer because he's done it before. He's um, done it every time. I don't know if Luca knows how, but it's not. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie should have deferred all the time, but he's just used to it. I think that's just his. Uh, yeah, he's not the main dude. That's it. Well, I mean. I don't know. He's not. I mean, he went to Boston. It didn't work. He went somewhere else to try to be a main guy. It didn't work. But he just don't, I don't, because I think it's, it's the mentality. He, he don't mind deferring, though, but I think he was the best player on every one of those teams. I think at that time he was better than I mean, he's better in. I think he's better than, I think he's better than Kevin Durant. I don't know. Just like all around anyway. But yeah, um, we seen, seen uh, Shazam. I seen a little bit earlier than him, and I wanted to talk to him about it. I couldn't. It's pissing me off. <laughs> we finally went to see it yesterday. So the thing, I just, I just don't understand what the everything's. I don't, like I don't, I'm still confused. Like I, I don't know what's going on because they said Peacemaker was over. If you haven't seen it, you know we're gonna spoil it. Like we're, gonna, we're gonna spoil the shit out of it, y'all. So the um, the movie was good. I liked it. 
I liked it more than I thought I would. You know, saying even though um, I knew this was gonna happen, Shazam took a back seat most of the time, except towards the end. You know, saying like because his whole family was involved. Yeah, it's a family movie. The mom and dad. But I mean, it wasn't bad though. It, nah, it I was, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. But um, that aside, I'll get back to the movie. But uh, the first end credit scene, it showed um, two members um, from Peacemaker that worked with Amanda Waller and stuff like that. You guys probably know him once you see him. And they asked him to join um, uh, the Justice Society. About, but I thought we were done with this <laughs> stuff going forward. I'm sorry, I'm shaking. No, it's, it has stabilization, but yeah, uh, don't shake Yeah, it. I thought we were done with this stuff going forward. And now you're asking him to join the Justice Society. You're bringing in characters that are going to be involved in the Amanda Waller show. They're telling them that they're involved with Amanda Waller. You know, you know these people. So, like, going forward, are we... You know, why are you doing this end credit scene for... You're not doing it for no reason. <laughs> you know, those end credit scenes ain't, ain't for no reason. Unless the movie does trash, but it's doing really good right now. So, going forward, you know, is he going to be with Hawkman and, and the rest of the team? Because Black Adam, it didn't bomb, but they wanted to make a billion dollars, which is hard if you're not Marvel. <laughs> and it didn't do that, so Black Adam just kaputs. Plus, The Rock wanted all... Yeah, the I, power I into it. Yeah, he, yeah, he wanted... Um, rights to stuff, uh, these other things. Then he went over to he went over people's heads to get Henry Cavill. They didn't like that, so that guy <laughs> kaput. But um, I'm thinking now that just going forward, they're using Black Adam just to introduce the Justice Society. But uh, I hope Shazam does join the Justice Society and keep going further because I love Shazam. But I don't know at this point right now. Uh, I I enjoyed the movie. I mean, I'd probably give it six or a seven. I think I gave Ant Man a seven. I I, I feel like. It's around there. It's a fun movie. It felt marvelly. The first one did too. Like it just has that family feel to it. Um, Levi is amazing at being Shazam. Like he captures that spirit of who Billy Batson is and, as Shazam. Like that acting as a kid, right? He's the most immature it seems out of all of them. You you get that really feel that feel from it. His um, fandom of Wonder Woman, like trying to get at her, having dreams about her. Um, really cool. I, I enjoyed it. That was a fun movie. I think I thought the family dynamic made sense. Um, stripping their powers makes sense. I guess my favorite part of all of it, because you said he did at the end, that made the movie better for me. The fact that his siblings couldn't help him win this fight. Like he had to do it by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made it, I was like, man, I hope they don't have to come to like, to the rescue or he yeah. gives them their powers back. Yeah, but like he's Shazam, right? Yeah, like he's you handle man. it, right? Finally, that's what I, you know what I'm saying? During the whole time, it wasn't making me mad or whatever, but I'm like, dude, you're you Shazam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they, they built it up and that was good. then he was, you know, he was the man because Shazam, I don't know what he, if he has, but he's like, I'm, I'm omnipotent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, he need his brothers and, and gods, sisters. Right. Yeah, like, it, Superman just gets looked over. You know what I'm saying? Shazam will beat Superman's ass. Shazam, I mean, Superman's Shazam. weak to, to magic. And Shazam, Shazam is Shazam what it is. Magic. Shazam will beat 90% of people. Whoever your favorite superhero is, Shazam will beat him. <laughs> just, just know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a he's the power of six different gods and stuff. Shazam is crazy powerful, so... So far, we haven't seen the wisdom of Solomon at all, at all. And they play, <laughs> they play to it in the second one. Like they talk, they actively have a dialogue about how he's not wise at all. Well, yeah, well, you get to use um, it. It'll come too. with time, yeah. yeah. And then I think they did a really good job once the powers were stripped of the family to show why they're worthy of the powers. Like even without powers, they did things that impacted, yeah. you know the city and saving the city they, didn't, they don't need the powers to be who they are and they did a really good job of displaying especially for freddie like why freddie is worthy of the power but to a certain to a, min a more a smaller extent all the other siblings as well like why they're worthy for it i, I enjoyed it i thought it was cool the movie had a good pace the action was good um it was visually beautiful that things one... i didn't like about it though just kind of switching it up one thing is um, so I can pick up on movies like where we're going with things just because there's always just hints there's always foreshadowing in books and movies kind of to give you an idea of what might come it's rare when I'm like out of left field thrown so like when they showed um, the little girl 
talking about unicorns, I knew there was gonna fucking be unicorns. As soon as I saw it, I was there's gonna be fucking unicorns in this movie. Hey, but it was dope. No, nah, they, they looked amazing. Like I will give them. They made unicorns look badass as shit. On the flip side, on this same conversation, like I feel like the whole Skittles thing was out of left field, dog. Like the line was awesome. I might actually even name the podcast that line, like "Taste the Rainbow, motherfuckers." I yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was but so great. The fact that they she used it as ambrosia is just like it's like where is this even coming from? We don't have no nothing about anything, and all of a sudden. Skittles is the greatest taste that you can. It's just it was weird. I mean, it, was like, it is one of the greatest tastes. <laughs> I mean, I love sweets, Skittles. Yeah. Skittles. If you're watching, I love Skittles. Sponsor our video one time, but it was just it just felt out of place. Like it didn't feel like it. That's if they didn't say that, I wouldn't. It wouldn't have made the movie any worse or better. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it yeah, feel, yeah. Because they were hammering down the ambrosia thing right. re- really fast, really quick, and it got dealt with really fast, really quick. Yeah. But. They had to. Like I said before, I watched this movie. I knew it was going to be all over the damn place. You know what I'm saying? There was going to be it's too much going on. But I felt like they did the best they could do with what they had out there. Because usually movies like that, I do not like it. But I think with... There's so much. There was so much going on. It's like tons of shit. But uh, I felt like they did good. And I knew that was going to happen from reading the comic books. Because a couple years ago before Shazam started, they um, they started Shazam back up. And it introduced his family more. So I was reading that, and they were going through doors, and they were going um, through all the um, different uh, magical realms and dealing with stuff there. So once I once they introduced the family into the movies, I knew the next one was going to be crazy and yeah. all over the place. I, I knew that, and I, I think they I think they, they did a really good job with that. I love that um, line where dude was like, "What's what's up with this guy's obsession with Wonder Woman?" Oh yeah, and he's like, "Really? Yeah, like, are you serious?" Like, dude, she's one of the, <laughs> Man, Gal Gadot is easily, I don't know, like the most perfect chick on the planet. I mean, she's, she was in Miss Universe, bro. Like, she Dude, is like, one of the most beautiful people in the world. Because, don't get me wrong, like, I, I love a big butt and big titties over, like, anything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's, like, the norm these days, and it's all fake and a lot of stuff like that. If it's real, great, fantastic. But, I mean, Gal Gadot, like, yeah, she's, she's just beautiful. She's, like, it's different. There's difference between, like, you're hot, you're fine. You're beautiful. Like there's the, she, there's levels to it. Like she is a beautiful woman. She's Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Dude, and that scene, because I, I, you know, because from the trailer, I thought she was gonna be in there more. So when they when he had that when he was dreaming, and then it was a black dude. Oh face. yeah, that was too <laughs> funny. Was the wizard. Dying. It was you the know? wizard. And then Wonder Woman didn't come to the end. The very end. And I love that about the movie because I thought that's what I'm saying. I'd have been I, pissed. I don't ever know what the hell DC's doing, man. <laughs> like all the trailers they show, don't show her. Then the last one they show. She's all in there, dialogue, the showing and stuff. It made it seem like she was fighting. Yeah. Then I go see the movie. She was only in there for about five minutes. If that. Which is fine. I thought it, it was perfect for what happened. Because <laughs> Billy Batson, he he um, ended up, he knew he was going to die. Yeah, he you sacrificed know he, himself. He sacrificed himself to save the world. You know, and then only a guy could um, restrike the powers of uh, the staff or whatever. So she came in. And brought him back to life, which was super dope. Like he died, they buried him. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, Sam is dead." You know what I'm saying? And then she brought him back to life. He's like, "Yeah, bury me." I was only dead for like five minutes, yeah. <laughs> dude. It, I'm trying to. It's probably one of the best DC movies nah, I, I think ever made. And then on top of that, dude, females can carry a movie because I thought the, the um um. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't. Uh, Lucy Liu. First of all, how old is this woman? She and looks. How fine she looks is she? great, dude. dude she, she looks does great. Does not age. She but, looks great. Besides all that, she, dude, she's an amazing actor. And and you get. I don't know. I just. I was feeling her the whole way. Like she's dope. She was dope as a villain. Like, they, I, I, this movie was good. It was good. Yeah, I mean the antagonist felt relatable like yeah it just it was it was good in general but the dynamic between atlas's daughters or the daughters of atlas um different age groups different motivations like you have the older one who just wants to avenge their dad or whatever and and all the the younger one is more idealistic so she wants the fruit back so they can plant the tree back where it belongs and then the middle one's just angry at the world it's like super relatable and all their powers were on display equally well. 
You know what I'm saying? And that little girl's powers when she's like oh, yeah. shifting the universe and stuff like that. Dude, whoever you guys paid Access to do the CGI or whatever. It felt movie, real inception. Yeah, and dude, it felt real. Like when you like, you know, you see crappy CGI or you're like, mm, whatever. Like, dude, every time a girl uses powers and it would like shift the whole universe, the whole world around. Like I would agree. I, was, I agree the CGI was one of the better CGIs, at I, least for DC. And there was only one moment that I was like, eh, that kind of looked whack. But considering we're talking about dragons, the world is moving on its axis. We have we closed the dome over Philly. <laughs> like, I mean, everything that went on. Clean. We're in a different realm, the realm of the gods. Like, considering all that, it, it looked really, really good. Dude, it looked like she was really on that. Every scene with that dragon in there, he looked like he was really Fire, made out in of wood, the world. Too. He looked good. Dude, he looked like he was in there. And there was a scene when um, Lucy Liu's character was... Uh, uh, trying to take the powers of her little sister and like she shot that and she like flew away and used the world and like she was putting buildings and mountains all the kind of things in front of her still hit her that ass. was so dope that is still hit her I'm like oh it blew through all her stuff that scene was so was good. amazing like <clears throat> they they killed that man and Shazam should definitely be in the forefront of things and he should keep going further also how old is that dude he's damn near 50 no, he's definitely and older. the whole time you're watching the movie you don't even Realize that he's an older man. Like the whole time, like that guy's acting is is phenomenal. Like you 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 feel like you're watching an 18 year old kid. You know what I'm saying? And the dude's like probably like 43, 44, whatever he is. My my other only critique outside of the Skittles thing, and I like the moment is just the placement was just dumb to me. Like the sub, there was a subplot of Billy turning 18 and getting kicked out of foster care, and how they won't they don't have money to pay rent. The older girl's allowed to stay. She has a job. It felt kind of forced in general. Like, it didn't really do anything for the movie. Like... No way. It didn't. Because it was like... She talked about it with him in the cave initially. That was the only conversation they really had. And then when they're in the parking lot, the mom, she, he mentions it to the mom. And the mom's like, you always have a home here. Like, it really didn't... It was a subplot that didn't really have any depth to it. Other than to have the conversation in the parking lot. What do you mean? His whole life is yeah, but it didn't. It didn't affect this movie. That. No, it didn't because he was like his whole life is built on that. Him going through both his his mom just leaving him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it goes from the, the movie to this. No flesh and, in this movie though. I don't know. There's literally it no flesh, feels, man. No flesh for what was happening in this movie. Like it, it's not, impactful it, over not, time. But like not there's no himself. like that. That the end of the scene made him believe in himself and be. Shazam. Like, he felt like... I don't think it did. Because I feel like he doesn't... Him believing in himself doesn't have anything to do with him having, like, a place to live with his family. No, but he felt like he had a place, period. He felt like he didn't have a, he didn't have a place at all. The whole movie was him. Like, he's like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Who am I? What am... You know what I'm saying? If you think about the whole The whole movie nah. was like that. It, it didn't flesh it out. Like, it was more... Like, his, the fact of him wanting to keep his brothers together didn't connect with me to him having to find somewhere to live later like that, that it doesn't necessarily oh relate. yeah but i'm not talking about just to live he was talking about having just a place in this world like he was nah <laughs> like it didn't hit home for me it's just one of those things where like like in the first movie going to find his mom she's like i don't i don't yeah, want like, you i don't you care what I'm saying? i don't want you well i know i know you don't care no about i'm me, saying like, like she didn't care yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so like from the first movie to now, I, I totally felt that. You know what I'm saying? And then, I don't know. It hit, hit my heartstrings at the end with, with his mom. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a recent, parent or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just made me, you know? You know what I'm saying? Because as a parent, you want your kid to always, always know that, you know, you're always good. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes as a kid, you, know, you don't think that way. You know what I'm saying? I used to be the same way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I felt like even that, even that scene feels forced because the parents aren't really in it. You know, like, at yeah. the beginning, they have the scenes when they're in the house. I get what you're she saying. She tells him, I love you. He doesn't say it back, and it clearly disappoints her. Then the next time we really see them, any noteworthiness is when they're sleeping, and the dragon's going to come out the floor. Like, it's just one of those things that it felt like they needed to close the thread on that plot. And I get it, right? It could You, you clearly felt feelings for it, but overall... It, it could have been way more fleshed out, and it did, and it wasn't. It was, it was just because there was so much. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot so going on. There's going a lot on. going on. There's a lot going on. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was good for what it was, you know. And then the parents were super down. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna go fight monsters. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna hit the streets <laughs> and go with you guys." You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. Like those, their parents were nah, down. They're good. You know, 
So, oh no, I think it was a good movie. I give it like a seven. I liked it better than Ant Man. I, I mean, I'm there. I think I was in the same. I probably liked them equal. Which, which is in it, which is an accomplishment because Ant Man is further along and establishing the rest of the next phase, right? Like, there's more. Oh, yeah, way fleshed out. Yeah, right? there's way more going on. So the fact that it's as good or better, I mean, it's a successful. Yeah, I album. feel like Shazam. Both those movies had a lot going on the whole time. And I feel like Shazam did better with a lot going on than Ant-Man did. Yeah, I, I, agree, I, I could agree with that. You know what I'm saying? The end credit scenes were cool. I mean, if you if you haven't watched Peacemaker, you definitely should watch Peacemaker on HBO Max. Um, but both of the end credit scenes kind of had something to do with that. Dude, and, and then I've been reading it into that little worm, dude. I hope to see him in the future. Like, okay, you brought him in two end credit scenes right. now. Yeah, we've seen him you twice. We got Dr. Savannah still there. He's like, I've been here two years. <laughs> I'm like, dude, they need to get something going with that because I want to see what this little dude is all about. Yeah. He was like, it's been two years. He's like, I got one dude, more I got to walk anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't have legs. I can't fly. <laughs> He's like, wait, I got to do one more yeah, thing. He was like, what the hell? <laughs> You're like, see you in another couple years, buddy. You know what I'm saying? But... I, I feel like they, they they did awesome, but can I say one thing? Stop with the damn Wonder Woman music, <laughs> dude! I did not think that was gonna happen. Then she saw, I was like, mother lover, dude! She's in the movie for five minutes, and we got two minutes of that damn music. You know, jeez. What well, else? Um, another favorite part, one-liners, right? Uh, when he was like. I just want to be on Wonder Woman's team. Like, whatever team Wonder Woman's on, I want to be on her team. And they're like, yeah, I know another team. And he was like, Justice League of America. Like, you could have called it so much more stuff. So he starts Googling different ways to call it. And one, he goes through a couple options. And then he's like, Avengers Society. You know? like, like, I don't know why. That kind of sounds, that kind of sounds good. Yeah this, yeah, this movie definitely had... Well, I mean, Shazam... I don't know. Well, they're, they're not making them a joke, but they're using these movies to... Put uh, jokes in and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so, it's more family friendly. So I get it, man. But all in all, the I think the movie was a good step forward. And then what I'm saying, Wonder Woman's done. You know what I'm saying? But they use her at the end of the movie. So this, this is the last time we're gonna see her. You know what I'm saying? Then Ben Affleck's in the new Flash. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing nothing but good things about the the new Flash. But uh, one thing, um, uh, Ben Affleck was like, I, I wouldn't want to uh, be. Batman in the James Gunn movie or I wouldn't want to do a James Gunn type Batman movie or whatever so that's a kind of shot I mean James he said Gunn. I think he said I was in the movie for five minutes but I killed the five minutes I was in or something <laughs> I don't know at the end of the day like Flashpoint can change it all that's the point of it like yeah, that's the whole thing so like they can do whatever they want right now and up until Flashpoint happens and Barry changes the timeline it doesn't matter and then they can take a 10-year hiatus and do it again and come back to it if they want to or change it again another time when Barry makes the timeline right. The timeline right. So it's just perfect. It's real comic booky. If they do it right, I think... I mean, they're going to be fine regardless. They're too big to fail, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, but another, th another thing too, man, like... <clears throat> that's why I, like, I would like TV shows a little bit more than some of these movies because it takes so long to put a movie out and then these people... You ain't getting no younger. No, it's you know going to take saying? a long time. <clears throat> Like, so you put Batman in, you know, you pick Ben Affleck for him, which I love, but then it takes three years to put a movie out, and then you're putting so many movies in between, or you don't know where you're going with these characters. They're getting old as hell. You know what I'm saying? Ben Affleck should have been Batman 15 years ago. <clears throat> then this would have been dope. And that's another thing, too. When you're picking um, a superhero, you're making superhero movies, you kind of want the, not kind of, you do... You want the guy to be famous or the woman to be a famous yeah, yeah. person already. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they should do that all the time. Like with Gal Gadot, I didn't know who she was and then she was Wonder Woman. And it just worked. They need to understand you could put anybody in the roles of these characters and it's going to work. You well, don't have why. to put a big person in there all the time. I mean, like making Robert Pattinson Batman. Why, dude? Just pick some <laughs> other guy that's a good actor. We Everyone knows Robert Pattinson. And nobody likes Robert Pattinson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, whatever, but... Uh, I, don't know, know I think saying? Marvel has done a good job of mixing it up, doing that, but... Who? All the newer dudes are newer people. The whole entire new cast of Avengers that's coming up is people that no one knows. Oh. No one knows any of them. Okay, but... And even smaller stars, like, Paul Rudd isn't 
an A-list movie star. Yeah, but he's 52 and he's been in 100 Still, movies. like just in general. Robert Downey Jr. prior to Iron Man was out of a job literally dealing with alcoholism and not knowing what his life was going to be. Like the biggest star I think they would have is Chris Evans, which was doing okay at the time. Pratt. And then um, even Pratt. Pratt. No, Pratt's coming off of TV. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, they mm-hmm. gave shots to people that you might recognize but weren't the dudes. Like Chris Helmsworth is probably one of the bigger ones. And um, Nick Fury. Scar- yeah, that sandwich. Yeah, he's number one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then um, Scarlett Johansson. Like she didn't need these movies, right? But no. outside of that, they took chances on smaller people or people on the rise, right? Like they caught them early. Like, okay, you're about to do this. And now all of a sudden, they probably would have been as big as they are now anyways, but Marvel propels you, you know, to the next, yeah. to the Zach- next level. Zachary Levi, is Shazam, whatever, was an amazing pick for DC. And then Henry Cavill, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know who he was. No, I mean, That's Henry Superman. Cavill was perfect. He's then, yeah, I don't know how you could not bring him back. That's amazing. The dude, no, whatever. The guy, he's pretty hot, all right? Physique. I mean, he looks good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he still looks good, you know? And now we want to go some other route and do some other dude. You know, I hope the movie's good or whatever, but I don't see why you couldn't just take Henry Cavill and do whatever you wanted to do with Superman as James Gunn. Is is it that hard to you know do that? Because he he's Superman, you know. I I, I just don't I, I don't I don't we'll see. Get that I mean, part. it seems like he's emotion. Gunn is emotionally tied to Superman. He subconsciously he that, says that's the problem. He picked uh, the release for Superman is his dad's birthday. He's doing too much, and he didn't notice. Supposedly, his brother told him My that, ass. and <laughs> so like there's. There, it can be good, right? We see what Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool. He's super connected to that character, and it and it was amazing. Yeah, but, but he, we'll but see. He, but he was playing that character, so he wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, no, he wanted you it, know, he wanted it to be good. I want to make sure it was done right. And and then uh, speaking of Deadpool, I can't wait for that one to come out. I want to see what DC is going to do with. I mean, Marvel's going to do with the R rating. You know, it's another gonna, multiverse mm, movie. We're going to get to see uh, Wolverine. Yeah, and they're saying he's playing like three three versions of Wolverine. it. Yeah. dude, if they. If they sold a brown and a yellow suit, I think they are. Super I think they're in the I think this sick. is the perfect opportunity with. So Doctor Strange kicked it off, right? Multiverse going crazy. Ant Man showed us another, you know, version of it, and now Deadpool is going to give us an even further deep. Now we're going to go into all the Fox properties, and we'll have a proper goodbye for all of those. I think we're going to see Jessica Alba. I think we'll give a goodbye to that Fantastic Four, which most people didn't like. I thought they were fine for what they were at that time. Yep. Um, I think we'll have a proper goodbye for the X-Men properties that, you know, everything that they did. We'll probably see Halle Berry in something. We'll for sure see uh, Magneto and Xavier, uh, Sir Patrick. So the first Fantastic Four movie Mm -hmm. was a hit. Obviously, they made a second one. I think the second movie would have been a hit and it was good, except for the whole... um, Galactus. Yeah, that shit was awful. Like, dude, the movie was good. Damn near all the way there. And then you're talking about Galactus or a a being coming or something coming. Yeah, oh yeah, Galactus is coming. And then that just ruined the whole movie. And it ruined all their careers because that was done. You you do that, it was done. Silver Surfer was dope. Look dope. Silver Silver Surfer. Whoever the actor was was dope. And like I said, I enjoyed the movie. The both those movies. But they they um, they they could have just had Silver Surfer in there and not worried about Galactus and left it alone because at that time CGI wasn't on that level or Marvel movies were on that level. No, they were. You're not gonna get a Galactus. Yeah, no. You now, know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm excited now once we get the Fantastic Four because we've seen an Eternal and the scope of it, how big it is. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in you know we've Eternal had people hit with planets it. and shit like yeah. we could do anything now. So it's gonna look amazing. That would be cool. Just like that Shazam movie, like dude, that CGI in there, you know. And that's what Fantastic Four brings in there. You know, outer space, different beings. You know, they're 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 uh, what is it called? Uh, they're um, galactic. Yeah, um, your the group, like your bad guys. What is it called? Um, um, rogues. Yeah, yeah, like they're rogues or whatever. Like, or I was gonna keep guessing. By yeah, the way, I was a whole different man. Like they fight um, Dormammu and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, and I just love the Fantastic Four as a whole. Like all four of those characters are awesome by themselves. So I think that's what we're gonna together. see. So the Fantastic Four. Uh, this is gonna sound blasphemous, probably to you too. Well, Marvel is able to do with Guardians. 
and the success of Guardians being intergalactic, like cosmic, I think that's the Guardians are done after Guardians three. Like we're done with them. Mm-hmm. Like we might keep one or two characters, but the team and like Batista's gone. It seems like Rocket's likely gonna die. The Guardians as a team are leaving. Um, but what Marvel has been able to do is gauge the interest for that type of adventure. Mm-hmm. And an easy way for the MCVU to explain where the fuck the Fantastic Four have been for the last 20 years. There was not a space doing shit. Yep. Or if they get their powers, they'll leave. And they're going to go do galactic-ass, intergalactic thing. And people are going to eat it up. And I think it's going to be cool. That's just It just makes the most sense to me. Either that or they're in the quantum realm this yeah. whole time. Or they have something to do with quantum stuff. Because... That's Mr. Fantastic's thing. Someone is at the front door. Someone's at the front door. You know? All right. So The Last of Us. So The Last of Us finale happened. Um, And boy, was it another good episode. So uh, basically, Joel and Ellie um, need to find the Fireflies. There's some really cool stuff from the game ripped straight out of it. Like when they're at the top of the building looking down on a baseball field with the giraffes, that's straight out of the game. Even what's written on the scoreboard is in the game. Like the field is named after one of the writers, like kids or something, or mom, and that's on there. So far. Um, So good. So they end up going to um, Salt Lake City, I believe, and they have a moment now where emotionally Joel shares with Ellie uh, what happened for him to get the scar and there's a connection there where he flat out basically tells her like time didn't heal my wound my wound she did right like running was, into her is what I cried and that was a really uh, emotionally <laughs> charged moment made me cry interrupted only by the fireflies finding them instead of them finding the fireflies dude I never understood that too like okay, you guys are the good guys whatever you got a gum butt the dude in the fucking face yeah, you know she's saying? like, oh, they didn't know who you were. That, shit, you that, that, were. that pissed me off. I was like, man, Joe, kill, kill, kill them all. So I think you kept, I think you come up with an important point, right? Because so what's really cool about this is people watching the show, especially at work, like uh, this lady named Tracy sits next to me and she's super into the show, and she'll ask me questions. I'm like, well, do you want do you want me to spoil it or do you want me to just like you know what I'm saying? Because I'll spoil it for you if you want me to. Sometimes she tells me yes, sometimes no, but she'll come over. She came over um, after the last episode and she's talking to me about it. The conversation happening right now in some of you guys' forums and your videos and your podcasts, if you haven't played the game when it came out initially 10 years ago, is a conversation we were having 10 years ago. Like, it's it's awesome because it's cool, but the reality is you're in a world, and this is true for most zombie apocalypse type things, like The Walking Dead is a prime example, so it's kind of been played out. But if you're alive right now, you're not a good person. Like, the things... Chances are 90% of the people that are around have done some grimy ass shit because that's the only way you can stay alive. The things you've done to stay alive are not good people. Now what the conversation changes on is what's important to you and what are you willing to do to keep what's important to you safe. And that can be a divisive conversation. So what happens is this is how you know the fireflies aren't good people, right? So Ray said they gun butt Joe. So they throw like a stun smoke grenade and they, they're about to pass out. He gun butts Joe, they take him. The next time we wake up, we see Joel in a hospital room um, and he runs into a friend that we've seen at the beginning of the show, um, who's also Ellie's- An acquaintance. <laughs> who's also Ellie's basically godmother, apparently. Joel ain't got no friends. Um, in the game, that doesn't happen, right? Like she's not there at the moment, but I think it was important for the show for her to be there to mm-hmm. kind of connect it and yeah, get yeah. that type of, that closure. Um, so she tells Joe like yep thanks I don't know how you got her here clearly you have feelings for her now like it took us a bunch of deaths to get here like the people that brought her there a bunch of people died it made it kind of more important Um, and then like where was Ellie and oh she's being prepped for surgery so if Joe just woke up who's a grown ass man and has more resistance to most things and they're telling him what happened the fireflies knocked Ellie out, prepped her for surgery without asking or telling her what was going to happen. 
That is not the sign of a good organization. Like, yeah, we're going to kill you. doesn't matter what you say, so we're not even going to ask you. So they have to kill her. They have to ki this is what the scientist believes. They have to kill her in order to extract what's in her brain so that they can develop a cure. He's adamant about it. He's pretty sure that's how it works. Pretty sure. So, okay, so Brian knows I, I didn't play the game up to that point. But we talked about it earlier. I remember him asking me, like, I think before the show started or maybe at the first episode. Yeah, yeah. And um, he said there was talks and stuff about people saying, like, um, is Joel a good guy or a bad guy or whatever. Um, in the world they live in, or we were to be sent, there ain't no there ain't no rules no more. There ain't no good or bad. It's about what you love and, and, and what you believe in. So <clears throat> I don't think Joel's a good guy or a bad guy. He's just the perfect guy for the time that, that <laughs> he's in. Trying to survive. And then on, on that note, I think this episode was the greatest episode of TV <laughs> ever made. And when they tell they tell him that she has to die or whatever, you just know he he ain't going for none of that. He ain't going for it. And whoever's going to stand in his way is going to die. And that's what he did. And I felt awesome about the whole thing. Because number one... They don't even know if that's for sure. Yeah, it's not for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's a theory, so, right? It's so a hypothesis. So you're about to kill the only thing that I love for a uh, 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 coin toss? He was like, man, forget all that. <laughs> and, and it was dope, too, because like, most times you're watching like action shows or movies or anything like that. The guy has like endless bullets. He's using the same gun or whatever. This dude was going through and killing people. And then when he killed him, he might have been out or something. He'd pick up the, the, next, the next gun, gun or the, the next, next ammo, the, the next weapon. He switched guns. It was so realistic. So and, good. And so so dope. good. Like he killed, and then at the end, that girl was already shot. She's like, no, please don't kill me, whatever. He was like, man, get, Boom. get out of here. Joe has no soul. You know what I'm saying? And no true remorse. <laughs> except like, for he her. had no remorse about Except for that girl. Yeah. He loves that girl now. It's his daughter, his daughter. Yeah, it's his daughter. You know now. what I'm saying? And he went through that whole building and murdered everybody in there, and, you know. And and then Ellie, Ellie knew that. Ellie knew that whatever they wanted to do, he stopped it from happening, and none of those people are alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but she also didn't want to know. She wanted to know. No, she doesn't. But she didn't know. want to know. She doesn't want to know. So when he was like, "Tell me everything's true, whatever," you know, because she had, you know, she has that in her head. And he was like, "I'm not lying to you, whatever." And she was like, "She's gonna take it," but she knows he's lying. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> yeah, that dynamic is, it's interesting. Like the show is not, it's not necessarily a love story, but it's like, it's about co that connection, right? And we know the Fireflies aren't good because they wanted to basically do it without asking her. And and Marlene even asked like, well, what do you think Ellie would have wanted if she was, if she would have been asked, do you think she would have wanted to do it? Because Marlene thinks she would have. And Joe's like, I don't give a shit if she would have wanted to do it or not. So when Ellie wakes up in the car right after, dude, it's just like the game. So she wakes up and basically is like, yo, what's going on? And he is like, oh, you know, there's multiple versions of you. Like, they didn't need you. You know, it, it is what it is. It was basically, they'll figure it out. And she didn't really believe it, but she didn't push it at the moment. So that moment when they get back to the settlement in Wyoming, where she flat out asked them, she asked him, like, Joe, like, tell me the truth like what what happened and he doubles down on it you can clearly tell she's she doesn't believe him but she's not gonna push it because she doesn't really want to know um in the game when you're in the hospital and you do kill most of the people but you have a choice when you see the nurses i think i remember correctly if you want to wipe out the whole room after you kill the doctor or if you want to leave let some of them leave uh one cool moment one cool part there's a character in the last of us too um she is I don't want to call her the antagonist because she's just as much a protagonist as Ellie is. Um, they basically spit the game in half, which was very divisive at the beginning when it came out. But to me, the experience was incredible. The, the actress that plays her in the game is one of the nurses and she had her face covered on purpose <clears throat> and she doesn't even have a credit acknowledgement. But on TikTok, she went on and said, that's me. And they acknowledged that it is her. I think that did it so that she could be possibly Ellie later, which is going to be crazy. I thought Ellie... I mean, uh, Abby. I thought, oh, I was saying, because Ellie was a pregnant chick. Ellie, yeah, yeah. Ellie, Ellie played her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actress that did Ellie in the game... No, it's Abby. ...was her mom. 
in in the show. Abby's gonna be amazing. That's another thing that was dope too. Like this guy was like the last doctor who could do lobotomy and brain surgery and stuff like that. He's gonna smoke his ass. He's like, I can't let you take her. Boom. So that moment, that particular moment, gives me chills. So that changes the rest of this whole thing. It it's it felt insignificant when it happened in the game and you probably feel it's insignificant now when it happened on a show. Oh, I don't feel like it's insignificant. Like they're they're gonna no come back from this now. His death, his specific death, mm-hmm. there ain't no coming back changes the way changes the way that the rest of this plays out. And characters are introduced. I'm not even gonna go into it because it's gonna be if you like season one Season two is it's such a bigger world and so much more fleshed out and way more characters are introduced. Dog is gonna be incredible. This is gonna be one of the best series that has ever been ever produced or televised at any moment. I think it really is. Season one was amazing. They all did a phenomenal job. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's so good. good, dude. What would what would you do, right? As an audience, what would you do? I'm not a parent. But I know for sure if I was put in that situation and I was a parent, I'd probably do exactly what he did. You're a parent and you know for sure you would do that. Yeah, but it wouldn't even have to be a parent. Say we're in the same situation <clears throat> and me and you are the last of our friends or family to be alive and they did it to you. I'm, I'm going to try to kill everybody. Yeah, no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that I'm connection. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You try to kill, my best friend's got to die if you got to save the world. Forget the rest of the yeah, world, forget man. The world. Everyone's already dead anyway. Yeah. Especially in his situation where he really... He don't care about nothing. And he only this has Tommy thing. and him and Tommy are beefing at the moment anyways. Yeah. So I understand that part and of it. And she's a little girl too. Like, you know, yeah, I, I can understand from a parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has plenty of life to live. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing to live for but this person and I want her to, you know, to live. I'm, I'm going to kill all you guys then. You know? And I just, I just couldn't wait the whole time. I was just like, He's gonna kill them all. He's gonna kill them all. And it was just, I wanna say ruthless, but it was like merciless. No thought. It was like, boom. Dude, you get Boom, turn the corner. Boom. That's what I'm saying. Like, from the the episode before this, when he had no problem killing those dudes, doing what he had to do, you knew Joe was a bad man. And then this episode just put him on on another level. You know, you, you, you could tell from these last two episodes. That Joel ain't nothing to be played with. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a bad man, for for sure. So little things right to set up. Um, one of the dudes ran down the hallway and Joel couldn't shoot him. So I think that's going to end up being important. And he didn't kill the nurses. So there's a connection to what happened in that room and how people will know what Joel did. Um, which, oh, again, gonna, gonna be a man very important. <laughs> very important. The whole world's going to be mad at him. This is going to be... So crazy, y'all. So crazy. I'm I'm excited about the town though when she gets back. We'll have a little it's like a five year jump. So Ellie will be an adult, which Bella's already nineteen, so that's not a problem. I got a feeling that that town's gonna be in shambles soon. It actually survives, I'll spoil that. They never really oh, okay. Because I thought people were gonna come there looking for nah, them. it never takes a hit of nothing. I mean they could change it for the show, but in the game it's never really I feel like they're gonna have like people are gonna come looking for him. I mean they come looking for him. It's gonna put put, put it's gonna split people. They come looking, but he's not. It's gonna split people. Do you think? Why well, do you know? You know already. I I wonder like if Joe's brother is gonna be on his side or if he's gonna take his wife's side because you know his wife is gonna go the other way. So it's a community where everyone does things, right? They have power, they have light, so things need to happen in order for that to function. Um. So the group that looks for Joe, uh, super excited to see it because the emotional turn is insane. But, um, they're smart. They're trained. And they don't want to necessarily, like, they don't blame everyone else. They just want Joe. So, like, they plan how to get Joe. And it's not even in a town. Like, they don't, when they run into them, they're they're doing a job that is necessary to keep the town from fun, for functioning. Okay. Um, but, I mean, the show could be different. They can come in there guns a-blazing, right? Like, and make it all crazy. But it's, uh, it's going to be really interesting. So, the, the cast is perfect, dude. The show is good. Ten years ago, this man released a video game that storyline was so good that even today it continues to be remade and remastered. It is now a TV show, and it's incredible. It's tying this all to Shazam. Um, Levi was on uh, the not Camel, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, and he was, they're talking about The Last of Us. 
And he was like, bro. So back, he had personal issues. He had to go like get his right, his his life right. Um, during that time when he was gonna audition for Shazam, he wasn't in a good place mentally, so he had to go get help. When he came out, they offered him an, an audition for a smaller part. He went and auditioned for the smaller part. They called him back a couple of days later and they were like, actually, you're our Shazam if you want it. So he actually got it, which is a cool story in general. Yeah, dope. But during that same time period, while he played the video game, he said once he finished the video game, he called Sony and said, who owns the rights, the movie rights to this game? Because I would love to make it. Even back then, like it was just that, that just crazy, which is amazing um, in general that good stories good music stand the test of time and like now yeah. we're gonna see how this develops even further and i'm i'm here for it man and, this and, is gonna and, be amazing and I've, it, it's an amazing time where we live in man because when comic book movies are first coming out <clears throat> coming as people that read comic books stuff like that these stories are meant for tv they're, right. they're meant for the movies and not even that they're just good stories and good books some of these comic books you read arrival any novel that you've <laughs> ever read same thing with video games. Some of these stories are amazing. And then you got people like, oh, why do y'all play video games? Or why are you so invested in this? Video games are dumb. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this show right here is just showing people why. Right. They you missed out shut a up. decade ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, dude, these, and, and what it's doing, you bought this, every video game that you thought was great, a story that was great, you're going to see it. Just like with these comic books. You every are. story you thought was like the Infinity Saga. That's from like the 70s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 2020. You know what I'm saying? It, it, we're gonna be it. I, I'm. I feel so good about it's going right now. Right now, you know, especially for our culture and nerd culture. You know, what I'm saying now you're gonna see why people play these video games or whatever you know or whatever you do. You know, what I'm saying these people sit around and watch TV for eight hours. And, <laughs> yeah, you'll binge the whole show, right? They play the game so much. Good, I'm good just, multiplayer or good single player games aren't that long. They take. It's longer than your show that you're binging anyways, but usually about 20 hours. Some some games only have 15, 12 to 15 hours, and they're good. It's a story. Um, but tying it to video games, that's what we do, right? Like, Sony's in a prime position. The reality is Sony has developed single-player games that are better than any game on any console, what we consider exclusive if you're uninitiated. Ex there's this big battle between... It used to be way bigger before, but between gamers, like... And game companies and exclusive game can only exist on one platform. So Sony did a phenomenal job of creating these stories in these bigger worlds and single player games over the last 30 years. And The Last of Us, we saw Uncharted as a movie, which wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Ball. But that could have been way better. Uncharted has four games. Should and they're developed, they're developed by the same people that made The Last of Us. Should have been a show. Um... But The Last of Us, great. We're going to see Zero Dawn Horizon. That game, dude, the story on that game is beyond sick. God of War. God of War is coming. That's going to be a series, I think. Um, the Witcher is really good on Netflix. Like, we're at a point where it's crossing. And we're older and we're driving that, right? Like, all the people that were in their teens doing this stuff are now 30. And we're the people that it's, it's a demographic, right, that they need. But it's exciting times. I'm super excited to see season two. They're going to split the second game into multiple seasons, which yeah, in my head, I'm trying to figure out where that break comes. So I think season two will be more about Ellie and Joe's relationship is fractured. She doesn't ask any questions, but she knows what happens deep down inside. And there is a, it causes a, a rift, mm -hmm. right? So I think we're going to explore that, do some more like, infected scenes we didn't have that many infected scenes towards the back half of the season we're gonna have um ellie meet her girlfriend dinah um that's really important to their connection and dude the, so the house where ellie's born in the show yeah looks exactly like the house that ellie and dinah live in and the, i'm talking about when they walked in i was like it's obviously torn down in the game it's furnished and they live in it but I was like, yo, did they use this as a motto and they create it was in I was like, this is nuts. Um, but super exciting. But do yeah, like we can get a we can get, we have like a Final Fantasy short movie. Those stories are amazing. Uh, Fallout. Fallout short movie. Fallout could be cool. Elden Scrolls. Far Cry. F Far Cry. I think if Uncharted came out now, after like The Last of Us type thing. It, it'll be better. I think that they dropped the ball with that movie because, like you said, it's four games. You're gonna try to smash four games. They, they smashed in, a couple in, games in one it. movie. Yeah, they tried to smash. You should have made it made it into a show. Yeah, they smashed a little bit too much into that movie. But I mean, movies drive the money. 
big movies drive the money. So I thought that was gonna be a big, a big movie. I thought it was gonna be big too, but it was, it wasn't that good. I don't think it was all right. I think it would have been better as a show. A lot of these things would be better as a show, but that's not a money grab when big companies look at it like that. You know, what I'm saying they were trying to make Uncharted into a franchise, a blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, they picked the right kid. And no, Tom Holland was the dude, you know, and then Mark Wahlberg. You know, they, they picked the right people. It did just the movie just didn't. Um, what was it? I don't know what the words called for it. just didn't go. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It didn't go. But there's a lot of cool stuff. Coming Uncharted out. is fire. For not playing single player games, I, I played those. They're fun. Uncharted. Uncharted was really is it's like you know Indiana Jones on steroids. Really, it was so yeah. Elements. I'm excited fun. for the future, man. The Last of Us. Put the Last of Us is gonna do for video games what Iron Man did for comic books. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I'm just scared, like, what happened? Obviously, the, the game writer is on the show, which is important um, to keep it cohesive. But what happens when the show has a, a limited time? of Because unless he's going to create new stories to go further, like, I know it can only go two more seasons. There's not much more you can do beyond that. <laughs> which is fine, though. And he said, he said they're not working on um, the Last of Us three right now, but we are gonna get a Last of Us multiplayer, dude. If, the, if that game is just, just gonna be flat out multiplayer, from like I said, these whoever like the that's nothing with the Last of Us like. So just the story transcends video games. I feel like their multiplayer was transcending video it games was at good. the time. It was like, good. Like dude, you're you're building crafting, your weapons, yeah. you're, you're crafting uh, stuff to Bombs, use. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. It, and you and you could run around try to be a madman, or you could sneak around and stuff. And then since that game, there hasn't been another game like that, right. which I don't understand. So <laughs> I'm glad they're coming with this multiplayer because it transcends any multiplayer game that I, I ever played. It was different than I haven't, I, and I can't say that about a lot of games. And nobody can really, especially multiplayer. When you play a multiplayer game, you pretty much play them all. You know, and people try to. That's that's the funny thing about multiplayer games. When people try to branch off a little bit and do different things that could be cool, people are like, ah, nah, yeah, I don't want to play. It. I don't yeah, want that. It's too different. Yeah, too I don't different. want none of that. So that's a hard thing. It's to like come movies. By. Everyone says we want original movies. We want original movies, and they'll bring an original movie, and no one fucking watches it. And then we'll have seventeen sequels of a movie, and everyone we on Fast and the Furious fifty nine, and and it's <laughs> and it's all and it gets over a billion dollars every time. It's just one of those things where like. Everyone wants something to be different until it's time to go be different. And it's unfortunately how that's why Hollywood always remakes the same step. Mm -hmm. Like because creating a new IP, a new movie, original movie is so tough to get people interested in. See, but that, that's a cool thing about comic books that you guys are hating on. Because like there's still superhero movies, same thing, whatever, but it's different stories, different guys. And I think superhero movies are driving different narratives more than any other movie right now because they're bringing tons of money, they're flashy and stuff like that, but they're also different. Like every every character is different. You know, Blade's gonna be different from Doctor Strange, you know, from Iron Man, the Hulk, you know what I'm saying? It's a superhero movie, but it's all different. Like, go, she, go see Shazam and then watch a different superhero movie. They're leaps and bounds way, way different. So I think superhero movies are the only money-driven IPs that are bringing in different stuff. Other than that, people don't want to see it, which is fine by me. Yeah, I'll keep pumping those. Right. Yeah, keep pumping those. Keep pumping that out. All right, guys. So we're gonna cut it here, kind of a little shorter than usual, but we are headed out to watch some wrestling live show here in Milwaukee uh, at the Pfizer Forum. So excited to check that out. Raise for a show. Make sure to check it out. We'll be dropping some videos. I actually attended an X Men Uncanny 60 year anniversary event on Thursday. I'll make a video separate on that because um, I can talk. It was a three-hour event, so I can talk about that forever. There's so much shit going on. Uh, but make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you hit that subscribe. First one we do in person, so make Let's sure you show away. us love for that. Um, and then next week we'll be back right back at it, y'all. Stay nerdy. Peace out, y'all.